Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. So we were gone last week. Tim was at a wine symposium and I was actually getting ready for Disneyland. So um, I was at Disneyland one day, Disney's California Adventure another day. So we're going to get into that later. Uh, Tim asked some questions about some stuff that I did while I was there. Um, but we're going to jump right into it. So uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover just because, you know, we were gone for a week. But the big one was, um, Jer- so Jeremy Renner, um, as most know, was run over by a, a snowplow. Um there's been a lot of controversy about it. I'm pretty sure the mayor of Reno is probably going to be booted because of what happened. Mind you, it was an accident, but they never did any investigation into it. They they confiscated his snowplow just to make sure that it was no uh, failing of the actual unit itself. So like a parking brake or something failed. But... Um, they didn't drug test him. You're supposed to do, you're supposed to do a drug blood draw when something happens in case he'd been drinking whatnot, whatever. Well, it it comes out. So the first reports from the mayor was he was trying to save somebody from uh, from being run over. Well, it, it turns out it was his nephew who he got out of the, the snowcat because somebody, his relative, wanted to leave. He plowed the area out to get them, and he got out with us setting the parking brake. Which apparently these snowcats are notorious. Where if you don't set the parking brake, that thing's just gonna roll. So um, apparently he went completely under the tracks. Like I think almost his whole body did. That's why his face is so messed up. Like he got pretty messed up. So um, it would have been one of those ones where it would have been kind of, you know, bad enough stuff already happened to you. So I don't think they would have done anything in general. But I do think because the mayor came out so fast and kind of brushed things under the under the rug um the police have been kind of i don't know very forthcoming of everything that they found out i think they don't want to get in trouble is what it is right well and like you said you could see from the pictures is he kind of he got banged up pretty good and i mean especially with getting run over you got to make sure internally there's nothing worse than than what it is you know like like anything you know punctured lung or anything i'm fine right now and then you know, your lungs filling up with blood or, or anything like that. Well, even even like your legs, the crush injuries, people don't realize that, like, if you get a crush injury, because it's on tracks, so mm-hmm. it's a very wide, flat surface, it, it could crush your legs, like powderize your bones. Yeah. Yeah, no, ex- exactly. I mean, the only, I guess, saving grace is, is that it was in the snow, so it was cold, but... Uh, yeah, that could that could have helped completely. You know, we we wish him a speedy recovery. I just know it's it's been kind of convoluted because the um, yeah, I don't know the 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 communication between the mayor and the police department was kind of weird. So we'll right. See. Well, I mean, the biggest thing is is um, you know, if he moved back to his hometown, he'd never have to worry about a snowplow or anything like that. So I mean. You know there, he won't do you that. Go. He hates his hometown. No, I always I talk about this. He hates. No, I know. That's why. That's why I brought it up. The worst thing he'd have to worry about is maybe depending on where he lives at, if it's on the river or something, sandbags for his house in case it floods. And that's cows, because he hates cows. Apparently. About it, cows. Well, yeah, there ain't <clears throat> there ain't no cows where he's at, but apparently got to watch out for the uh, the bobcats because they'll uh, they'll run you over. Run you over. 
Um, Avatar The Way to Water, uh, I believe, has surpassed The Last Jedi, Jedi and Avengers for high, fourth highest uh, movie release in USA. Um, I know it's... I, I haven't watched it yet. It, I've heard... People have said, like, if you want to go see it for the visual stuff, it's there. But other than that, there's no real story. Um, and I know that they already have, I think, three more planned. So I can watch them all when they come out, I guess. Um, Disney on Broadway is developing a Coco live stage show. Now, I think part of this is probably the success of the character from Halloween. Uh, was it Ernesto? Is that what it is? Um, yes. And yep. how good he looked, uh, live action, like a cart, like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It looked like a real cartoon in real life. Yeah, no, it's, I th- I mean, and I mean, they've done Broadway adaptions of a lot of popular oh, yeah. Disney movies. We saw so. Aladdin together there <laughs> at Disneyland. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ooh, and there's rumors on something that's going to be coming there. Cause they put out casting calls on that. Uh, remind me and we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, but like they've done, I've seen Lion King when I was in high school. I didn't really care for it, but I'm sure if I saw it now, um, it'd be different because it's supposed to be like fantastic. Um, obviously, Aladdin um, on that one as well. Once it and left um, Hyperion Theater, so well they have uh, the cruise ships. Apparently, have uh, Aladdin that travels along with it. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's pretty pretty cool. Um, but I mean, there's just there's just so much. I mean, well, and the thing is, is I bet you this has been in development for a while now, and then you got Encanto comes out. It's like, okay, do we like ditch Coco and now go Encanto? But we probably have all of this stuff already. Um, you know, like money tied up in it. And I mean, yeah. Coco is a great movie too. So you could probably do a Coco, run that, and then do Encanto, run that one. Probably be something else that comes out between now and then and could, you know, roll into that one as well. But for all the money and development that they go into, it can't just last, you know, one to two years. It's probably like more like five years. And then, you know, once they are finished developing the Coco one, well, then they go right into the next one. To develop it it's almost like a pixar movie that you're always once you finish one you go to the next one but you're so far um it takes so long to develop it yeah that it's just from one to the other but you know it'll be cool hopefully it's you know a traveling broadway one so it's not um you know it, it comes close to at least somewhere where you could go and see it yeah i don't even know i think um a lot of those ones are I don't I'm not gonna say they're they're not limited, but I know that a lot of them stay right. stay stay close to that area for quite some time. For a just, while. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think they want to make sure that it's it's gonna be as good as they think it they say it's gonna be. And I think Coco would be fantastic. Um, but I mean, we'll see how far they actually go with it because they could change their mind partway through it. Um, right. And speaking, speaking of Encanto, Encanto tops Nielsen list of movies streamed in 2022. And that's not very hard to believe because I mean, they did 
two, like they redid it twice, I think, didn't they? They had the sing along, and they had another one that came out at the end of the year. Well, then they, yeah, they re-released it, or it yeah. came out. It, it came out streaming Disney Plus. Um, then I think with the success of that, I think he even had like a limited theater run. Uh huh. I, I want to say. And then it came back as, like you said, the sing-along version, and that took off again. But, I mean, it's crazy how much Encanto did from the second place one, which was also a Disney Plus one. It did almost three times as much views than the second place one. I mean, it was head and shoulders. The second place one was turning red. Um so it said minute this is minutes viewed in the billions turning red had 11 point uh, 427 i think that's a point or a comma whatever um um oh yeah 11 billion 427 million minutes viewed and kanto had 27 billion Jeez. 416 minutes million minutes viewed um moana was on there that's surprising that's one that's Hadn't seen in a long time. Seeing two, Adam Project, Hocus Pocus two, Don't Look Up, Frozen. I mean, I feel Luka, like I feel like Zootopia. Moana. Oh, Coco's the, on there. The songs are just so addicting. Like I think that's a big factor of it. There, yep, that, and you get the not. I don't want to say newer generations, but like you said, people will put that on because their kids want to hear that. So it's like, oh, just put it on and yep. let it play. Because yep. all those bigger songs were right in the beginning of that movie. Yep. You know? <clears throat> um, so, there there you go. But it was interesting. It was pretty much, um, of all the streaming movies, the top 15. One, two, three, four, five Netflix, and obviously ten Disney Pluses. That's it. Really? No Amazon, no HBO Max, no nothing. And the like I said, the first two were Disney Plus, and then Sing Two's Netflix. Moana, Adam Project, Adam Project was Netflix. So out of the top five, three of the five, and then the other Netflix was Don't Look Up, good movie, I liked it. Uh, the Gray Man and Uncharted. Good old Uncharted, right? So. Yeah, there you go. But like I said, just between first and second, I mean, Encanto ran away with it. But like I said, they did, you know, it, it had that second resurgence. I wouldn't say it was even a resurgence with the sing-along one because now everyone could sing along with it. Everyone could not and talk I, about Bruno. And I feel like the sing-along came out like it, it was like. It was a ways after. Like six months after. That yeah. they did it because I want to say they did it right at, like not too long after that they did the live one like at the Hollywood Bowl where they do the yep. live singing and everything and they had that after that because everyone was like wow this is kind of crazy how popular you know Encanto is and you know yep. it, yeah it more power to them that's pretty awesome random. yeah yeah exactly um, one thing that I there's it's actually been some controversy behind this because. Um, they're doing the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series. They already had the movies before that was Percy Jackson. Now they're restarting it all. And they did cast Zeus and Poseidon. And it's supposed to come out next year on Disney+. Plus. Um, 
Toby Stevens, who is in Black Sails, is going to play uh, the sea god Poseidon. And Lance Reddick, who has been in The Wire and John Wick, will take on the role of Olympian overlord Zeus. Now, this was kind of big because they kind of have their whole cast set now. So now we're just going to see. We, we don't have any... Um, we don't have any info other than what we've been told briefly with like what we just talked about right here. So it's not, it's not like, um, there's not much else. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of, I don't know there. So we don't really know anything until they actually, you know, bring it out. Yeah. And like you said, now we know who, everyone is yeah we know who everyone is and i saw the big characters yeah and i i feel like there's a lot of times where i would prefer not knowing the people because i don't know i feel like when you don't know who the people are you get kind of closer to who they like you can you can not have an idea like you mean you how don't many have times any we, preconceived notions or anything of it? You kind of go many, in there with the many, clean yeah, slate. How, how many times have I been watching and I'm like, oh, hey, look, I know that guy from somewhere. And then I'm, my brain is just sitting there going like, oh, it's that yep. guy. Where do I know him from? You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah. Nope, exactly. Um, next, this one's huge. So Hayden Christensen, obviously our Anakin Skywalker. Katie Sackoff, who... Um, plays uh Bo-Katan, Mads Mickelson, who played Jyn Erso, um, and more guests have been announced for Star Wars Celebration Europe 2023. Um with his reemergence kind of with um uh whatchamacallit uh Vader. Yeah well being Vader in the Obi-Wan series, I feel like it's been, you know, kind of pushing Hayden quite a bit oh yeah well and i mean and in it they uh really have have pushed them as well yeah um on it so i mean hey good for him i mean he's able to reprise the role um on it and it was him who would have been in it in the in the timeline in the original movie um so (laughs) you know hey and and this is kind of it kind of stinks but this is really what he's known for you know yeah yeah and um it does suck because i know like um jake lloyd who played young anakin his life was kind of ruined by um the series so it was one of those things you're just kind of like uh well, yeah, and, right. I mean, I, I got to give it to, um, oh, what's his name? Adam Driver. Is that who played Kylo Ren? Yes. Um, you know, he's, you know, obviously three movies. He was Kylo Ren and he has, you know, those distinct features of being Kylo. Um, but he has done other, you know, a couple Netflix movies and whatnot. So he's breaking out of that stereotype of oh hey you're kylo and he's done it um you know not that far removed from him playing kylo ren so it's not like and maybe hayden christian did too but i don't remember him um 
or even he, being in a main he, cast role like Adam Driver is in. He did he did one right afterwards that was basically it was like he had superpowers. I can't remember the name of it. And um yeah, it was it was very it was very similar to to like it was weird. It was Star Wars basically. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, it is what it is, but I will say that you know, I'm glad that he's embracing the role again because it's just it's it's so big. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, after all of that, it's really not like he had to do that much. No, no, but like you said, um like he could have taken a like I've heard because people don't know. So he was with Rachel Bilson, who was on, I think, uh, the OC, and she's also was a heart of Dixie. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she they were together, and I, I feel like he's I'm trying to remember what it was called. There was one that he was in, like literally right after was I'm it trying awake? to remember. No. Jumper takers. Jumper is one of them. Jumper was one where basically they could transport themselves through di- different like stuff. And yeah, he ended up. OA. Yes. And Shattered and... Glass, Virgin Territory. No, hold on. I'll tell you right now. So Jumper was the one where he could jump through time and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. it basically. Um, that one was. Heaven. That one was really popular because it was like kind of sci fi. Um, and there was, what was the last good one? The last big one he did. Uh, no, no, that's none of it. It might be takers. I don't know. Jumper might've been the last one he did and jumper. Yeah. That one is actually with Rachel Bilson, I believe is the other person in that. And, um, that was kind of the last thing he really did. Yeah. Rachel Bilson, Rachel Bilson, Samuel Jackson, and they're Michael basically ch- they're chasing him down. So, but um, Christian said, "Geez, there's a couple big people in there." Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm just glad that he's kind of I wouldn't say rebounded, but he's you know he's like I've seen all the photos of him at the cons and people love him. He, he's amazing, oh yeah, so. oh yeah. Well, and he still um, plays the part well and still has you know is good looking you know it seems like he's barely aged any so that helps him out as well yeah he doesn't hurt him yeah exactly um next we have a handcrafted model was placed in a cage to avoid guests breaking it at mario kart bowser's challenge in universal studios florida now did you see the controvert did you see the controversy behind this ride um no but i did see some ride throughs of it and (laughs) i finally got to see how it all works i saw one video without the um like 3d effects on it and then another one a guy put the camera over the 3d effects and just that by itself not i don't know what the as far as your controversy 
um, on that. But it looks, I mean, it looks awesome. It looks awesome as far it, as it looks. It the, looks the, amazing. The the ride and the technology behind it. I mean, it. I want to ride it for myself and see it. It could be, especially playing that game on N sixty four, and at the end, the little tribute that they have to it or throwback is is pretty awesome. Yeah, one but, of the problems is that. Um, basically, they said that you can't be a bigger person and write it. Oh, yeah, because they have the vehicle out front. Yeah, so I guess it's actually very, um, it's uh, very restrictive on that. So, and I know, I yeah. think the same thing with the Tron coaster as well at Disney World. If I remember right, I think they have, is it that one that they have a vehicle out front of it? Same thing with Pandora. Pandora does the same thing as well. Yeah, my buddy, he couldn't write it, um, and he's a bigger guy, but he couldn't write it because it didn't get over his calves. Really? Because the the one where you write on the back of the... uh, That's the one that's the one in Pandora. Not the Griffins. I know that's Harry Potter, but whatever. On that, because it goes down around your legs. I mean, it put it. You like lean up against it, but then it kind of uh, a contraption kind of goes around your legs. And he couldn't get it because his uh, basically quads were too big. So Boy. he got free fast passes for it. So whenever they wanted fast passes to something they just wait in line for that and then he'd get kicked out and they get free more free fast passes oh that's pretty but it's weird because normally it's something like you know around your stomach or um you know because it can't go around you or the bar over the top can't come down and lock in or his it was because of and it's not like he's got huge legs i mean you know he's just got bigger muscular legs on it so and it wouldn't go. One of them would lock in, but not the other one. He's like, "Holy, oh, this one locks in," but this one. She's like, "I don't know. It's never happened before." So, but I know a lot of like he can't do a lot of like basically any of the rides at um, um, Magic Mountain. Like he won't even go. It's like I could ride like two rides. One of them being a carousel. Hmm. So, but. Anyhow. I would I would like to say, uh, did you see the joke uh, Derek Carr said today? No, I heard about it, but I did not see so, it. And I guess he tore it up at the skills challenge once and that's again. What, that's what they said was, uh, have you ever been this hot? And he goes, have you ever been this hot in Vegas? He's like, uh, obviously not, because I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not right. going to be here anymore. <laughs> not of recent, yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, good for him. But now we're going. Oh, he's into doing Disney... just rising up the stock. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, now we're going in the Dizzy Parks pile, and they're actually probably going to cut him before Sunday. The rumor is tomorrow or Saturday is getting cut. So yeah, if he gets hurt in the flag football game, he gets paid. Yep. So oops, Which, here comes I mean, the hammy. If, if you get hurt in the flag football game, you shouldn't be playing professional football. i mean somebody might roll into him on purpose and help him out a little bit <laughs> right right hey 
All you got to do is limp off and pay a trainer and be like, oh, yep, sorry. Yeah. Just take a bulping hammer and smash your arm in the back of the blue tent. Uh, it is Disney Vegas. Park, Disney Parks pile. The general pile Encanto package is now available at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique in Disneyland and Walt Disney World. This is awesome because I always felt like, okay, everybody wants to be a, so a lot of girls want to be princesses, but how many girls have you seen walking around that want to be uh, uh, Anna from Frozen? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's not technically a princess, but she still wears a dress and does other stuff. You know, Maribel wears a dress. I think this is a great idea for kids that want to do that. And I'm going to tell you, I've seen so many videos from the past Halloween of adorable little kids going as Maribel. And so I think this is a great idea for them to do that. Well, a little little Maribel and a little Bruno. I mean, that's especially on little kids. If you do it right, game over. Exactly. Um, Disney did donate $500,000 to Florida conservation organizations. Now, the, for those that don't know, this is all a ploy. Uh, I'm not trying to be negative, but they are going to be expanding a park or building a new park in the near future or breaking ground. I'm assuming at the next meetings, they will announce what they're going to be doing. Considering um, Universal did announce the new park in Texas. Um I have a feeling they're doing this to basically get the environmentalists on their side because they are going to be raising some forest land to build a new park. Permits have already been pulled, and they're doing their surveys now on best place to put something. So it's going to happen. Right. Well, I mean, not only that, too, but then you got the whole Disney Florida political thing behind it, and they're still going over the uh, the Reedy Creek and that uh, as well i think it has less to do with that i think i think they're trying to beat everything right now honestly i think they're trying to you know get a oh yeah I mean, i'm sure it's, it's more so on on that but also it's like hey look what we did and it's florida conservation organizations we could have donated it to anybody or nationwide this is florida so that money stays here and look That's at what true. we did kind of use that to to help them and granted there's true. a new leader in the Disney company as well who wanted to go into politics or probably still wants to so he could um knows how to talk knows how to play the game yeah I I didn't even think because you really that, haven't dude. heard that much of it and I know there's a big thing with the Reedy Creek and all of that and that's not finalized so The Reedy Creek one is a little bit interesting to me just because of the simple fact that um, there's there's so much that can be done with the Reedy Creek thing. And they're actually actually at a huge disadvantage because of the fact that um, there are things that can be done to prevent them from even trying to do anything just because of... There, I guess there's some sort of clause where basically basically I'm trying to remember how they put it. They have an agreement and if they try and change the agreement it's basically going to null and void their contract and they lose a bunch of stuff in it as it, well. Yeah, it works out in, in their favor type deal. Right, so they're basically not going to, you know, Disney's not going to risk it because why would you do that when you yeah. have the opportunity to just, you know, make a deal and be like, okay, here we go. I'm not going right. to, you know, Wash do this. Let's just hands of it and move on. 
Yeah, and I think this is what they should do. They should just move on. But you know how it is, man. All right. of a sudden, people want to start standing their ground, and then you end up with. Yep. You know, well, and yeah, and the other thing that stinks too is you know you had a change of the guard at Disney too, so it's like okay, hey, let's. I'm here now. Let's talk this out. Let's let's work something out here. Or I think the other ones were just butting heads and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and there's probably a lot of also people just being rude to be rude because I mean, right. what else what else can you do? You're just going to, you know, do that. So, yeah. Um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with that just because I know there are things that can be changed um in general. So, let's hope this is just them being proactive and trying to get the new park set up, but you never know, like you said it could be political. You don't know. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, there's some <coughs> conservation organizations in Florida that are really happy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, next in the resorts abroad, Avengers Power of the Night drone show debuts at Walt Disney uh, World Studio, Walt Disney Studios in Paris. Um, I've seen the, the the previews of it, and it looks fantastic. Um, I do know they're trying to do that at. Um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Disneyland and Disney World. They're trying to get alternatives to the show. That way, if it is windy, they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, and that show, I mean, it looks awesome what they could do with the drones um, and just the show that it puts on. Yeah, and it's a pretty amazing show. Like, I'm surprised that you know how well the drones do because a lot of well, times you don't get that great of a job right or you could tell that their drones like oh my gosh this is so cheesy or you look at it, it's like oh man it looks like he's actually walking but those are like those are drones up there it's not like exactly. a projection screen no it is 100 percent drones and it's pretty awesome so um now we have the disney world pile they have a new double-sided lockers at Tron Light Cycle Run will be accessed with Magic Band or Park tickets. It is an area to put your stuff before you go on the ride. Um, it's pretty awesome. Um, they showed a little example of it, and it's pretty cool. Right. So you heard on that, you can't bring anything on that ride. It's not like, hey, backpack, put it by your feet, like Space Mountain or anything like that. No. Everything can't. has to be in that locker. The only thing you could bring on that ride is your phone. And even your phone, there's a little cubby hole um, in between the uh, the writers <clears throat> that you open it up, put it in there, and can close it. So even that, you can't have it. You, you could have absolutely nothing on you or in your hands. So it's, yeah, it's, that's it's, it's very it's, interesting. It's a safety thing, but also, like, people are always um, – so here's the thing. So people don't realize a lot of these tracks that they use – if one small little thing gets stuck in that track, they have to repair the entire track. So it's not it's not great. So don't right. don't but, screw it up. Right. But I mean to actually have them like it's you either put it in the locker, or you don't ride the ride. That's that's crazy. I mean, I get it. I think most more of them should have that because you get, you know, one person that wants to become TikTok famous or whatever it is and ruins it for everyone else. Yep. Um, and then it's like, oh, 
you can't record the ride anymore or you're riding it the first time with your son or daughter or whatnot and you can't record them having fun on it so but the nice thing is is it's going to be super easy the lockers are right there you know to put your stuff in yeah well and um fingers crossed they uh can make sure it doesn't go make sure it goes smoothly and not um yeah i don't know right speaking of lockers did you find your lockers when you went i did attaboy yep so um next we have so the next three things so we have the tron light cycle run would only use virtual queue and individual lightning lane no standby available Tron Light Cycle Run Canopy has been fully powered on at Magic Kingdom, and we got a first look at uh, Tron Light Cycle Run cast members in costume at Magic Kingdom, which um, it's been pretty cool to see all the stuff going on. The, the The cast members seem to really enjoy the ride, and then also just seeing it lit up at night is pretty awesome as well. Yeah, no, that canopy looks awesome. It's really cool. Um, Sunny Eclipse Hidden stage covered in cosmic rays starlight cafe for over 10 days um i mean there's a lot of rumors about stuff going on disney world like a lot of stuff and yeah i don't even know where to go from that it, it they're always changing over there it's never ending um, right uh thousands of walt disney world union members said to reject Disney's contract offer over wage disputes which is not shocking because you usually have to threaten <laughs> something before you can actually get something done. So right, and I guess yeah. it's um, a dollar uh, raise. So it's a kind of a that's a big raise. A, a big raise, yeah. Especially, yeah. So we'll see what how it goes. Yeah. Um, so we reported before that the Splash Mountain press penny machines left Magic Kingdom, and now they've returned to the Magic Kingdom. I will say. The ones at Disneyland when I went are out of order. Um, <laughs> of I'll course. talk about what I saw when I was there. Um, but yeah, um, they brought them back because people complained. So um, please keep dry and more theming added to Tiana's Bio Adventure construction walls at Magic Kingdom. The cranes have arrived and they have started tearing through the facade to create Tiana's Bayou Adventure, um, which was pretty cool. Um, Walt Disney World Photo Pass photographers debuting new green environmentally friendly costumes. Okay. Um, class 2023 graduation Mickey ears are now available at Walt Disney World, which we always, those would come out quick and they sell fast. So um, guests already trespassed from Disney World, sneaks back into Magic Kingdom without tickets, steals cell phones, and more. What? Yeah. Repeat offender. Jesus, man. This one may be, may be pretty mad. A Disney Vacation Club member forcibly shoves a cast member over restaurant seating isn't trespassed due to Beach Club being home resort. And I saw that it was a hard shove. That's what yeah, I read. I don't, it was I don't a hard get... shove. A little bit of entitlement there. Yeah, I don't know. And then lastly from Florida, a man screams at cast members... And hit security with cardboard tube before arrested. <coughs> it says Epcot, so I can only assume you've been drinking. 
Yeah, I don't know on that one or if he was um, if he actually was drinking or if he was. Um, oh, yeah, his picture probably looks like he was drinking. <laughs> so, yeah. Not. Yep. Yeah. But his picture could look like he maybe um, isn't all there either. Oh, yeah. But it's one of those ones is, is it that or is it because um, he was in the Rose and Crown pub at the UK Pavilion on Christmas Eve? Yeah, that sounds like fun. Nice. Oh, there Pretty you good, go. Dude. Acted belligerent, loud, and appeared to be intoxicated, then refused to leave when they kicked him out. Him nice. and another uh, another woman were causing a scene. Yep, there you go. So he was drunk. Awesome. Um, so basically, we're going in the Disneyland pile. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through a couple of things, and then um, Tim will ask his questions. But um, I did. Um, I'm gonna go through the first section because I actually did get to ride this ride. Um, so Mickey and Minnie's. Um, Runaway Railway opened up on Friday the past last week. I it actually I didn't know it was opening. I thought it was opening in March. That's why I was like, oh sweet, we will beat it. No, we were there for the first day and it was packed. And um, so it has been added to the map and Genie Tip Board. Um, it's going to be the virtual queue was filled within the first minute. Um, and the way they did it actually was trippy because. You had to go through basically two sets of cast members before you could even get into Toontown. And then you had to scan your ticket in order to get access to the event. Now, if you've seen the Disney World version, the Disney World version, they're identical. Except for the Disneyland version has a full scene in the end that they don't have in Disney World. Um, If you go on Facebook and follow Window to the Magic... Um, he actually records sounds of the parks and posts them in podcast form, but he does have a video that he posted from another website where they actually put the both rides side by side. And then you can see the true differences. Um, I'll give my review at the end, but I just want to say I was there for it. Um, so, so on it, you couldn't just walk back there or go into Toontown just to see, just to see the facade or anything of it. You had to have. A basically show proof while you're going back there okay because i know when we did rise of the resistance it was the same thing um but obviously you could get into the land but as far as like right when you um entered into the basically the line you can even get into the line um without them scanning it and then once you got in farther you know they told you when they scanned it okay Oh, you know, where's your party? Everyone come over here, scan the tickets. Okay, keep that because uh, we had it on our phone. Keep the phone out because when you get in, they're going to do it again. Um, so that way, because you go kind of through the outside part and then go inside so people can't just jump the fence and be like, oh, hey, I'm going to get in. So once you got in, they they did it again. Um, yeah, no, so, so th- this one, they stopped you right basically like, you know where they have right that last – no. Under the railroad tracks? No. You know where they have the kiosk for It's a Small World? Like that little shopping little thing? Oh, uh, the... yeah. So right where it starts to dip down, they had one line of cast members asking for your identification. The yeah. Next, then there was ones right, right past them, like 10 feet, that would ask you to double check. 
because the huh. first people the first people were just kind of like guiding you and telling people stuff. The second ones were double checking it. Or actually, then when you walked in, which I just realized they got rid of the Roger Rabbit, uh, uh, what you call it? They got rid of the the yeah the fountain is gone. Yeah. Um, did I send you a picture of the marquee out front that I took? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks really cool. It looks really cool in there, but it's mostly walled off still. The rest of it's not opening till March. And even right. when you walk out of the ride, most of the stuff in the exit area of the ride is blocked off it's still until blocked March, yeah. which, um, uh, as we noted on this, a prop was already stolen. after. And what's funny is, is that's a very hard thing to do because when we oh, walked in, there's no lines. Like you legitimately are basically feeding right into it. Like you're going, let's say the the line to go through it, because basically they put this where they used to have Mickey's house, where you would walk through Mickey's house and you see the big screen. That's where this is at now. Well, what they did was it's almost like you, if the hour, if it's like an hour to get through the whole thing, you're literally only waiting like 15 minutes. So you're going through the whole entire line. So we didn't. I didn't even know that they were doing the virtual queue. So I did Lightning Lane just to say, mm. "Hey, look, me and you aren't coming Guaranteed back for at it. least another year. Yeah. So let's just go ahead and do it." And right. what they what they don't tell you is, like, because I was like, they gotta shut that down for the fireworks. So yep. I was like, what are they gonna do? Well, what ends up happening is, is basically they say the ride is down, and they stop letting groups in. So you might not even get in if if you're if you get the afternoon virtual queue, you might not even get in. You might not, yeah. They'll skip your window. They were not taking late window people. So basically, if your time uh, was when the fireworks went off, you wouldn't get to go in. Yeah. So yeah, that's, we were well, lucky that's, enough. That's gonna ours, be tough too. Well, ours was eleven to midnight. So it was really cool because okay. there wasn't many people in there. And right. Well, you know, if you go right at midnight when the park closes, then you get to walk out with nobody there and you're walking from the back all the way to the front. That'd be cool. Well, and that's what a lot of people do. But we actually left. So we got there like right at 11. We went right. through the ride. We got out about 11, 15, 11, 20, and it still yeah. was dead. I'm going to tell you right now, the, the crowds that were shown in all the videos that I saw, there legit wasn't that many people. There wasn't that many people afterwards. Like after they left, there was more people on Saturday at the Chinese New Year celebration than there was in Disneyland the day before. On Disneyland, yeah. Well, and to kind of make it full circle, that prop that they took. I mean, if because I zoomed in on the picture, I'm like, how how they take it? How is it on there? You could see three holes. There was three screws because it was a salt and pepper shaker, and they stole the pepper one. It was there screws was... or dowels. I think it was dowels. I don't think it was screws <laughs> or dowels. They... I think and it was glued. glued. It was glued. I think they glued dowels in there and someone popped it up. Oh, yeah. But I mean, try to even just jiggle anything in there. I mean, it's they're in there. Dude, and... we went we went on Web Slingers and Web Slingers has legitimate tools on the wall, wrenches, all this right. stuff. I was wrenching. I was pulling on these things. They would not come off the wall. They wouldn't even budge. No. Yeah, so someone exactly. someone did knew what they were doing. They. I think they karate kicked it, and I have no idea why they would do that. I don't know. What are you gonna do with it? I had basically say you have it. You can never sell it for anything because it's stolen property, and it's just like on Universal why they put that hand carved thing in a cage because people are stupid. Yep, you can't sit there and and just look at it. 
And there is a new sign for Toontown's closing during fireworks because they're going to reopen it after fireworks now. Um, the marquee looks amazing. Um, the pricing for the Mickey Mini, I believe, is forty bucks for Lightning Lane. Um, oh, forty! Dang, that's yeah, hell of it's expensive. Forty bucks. It's forty bucks. Shit, because well, the go- most that I saw was, uh, or for other ones, was like twenty-five, maybe thirty. Oh no, it was forty bucks. So dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, we missed this with a guest brings a sparkling firework in Disneyland for pictures, have and you, everyone's you, like, have "What?" You seen the video of it? Yeah, yeah. Total TikTok girl oh, yeah. doing it, and I'll tell you one thing: that plaid, she was right on top of it and on the phone. Oh yeah, she called immediately, and I guarantee they got escorted out because that's bad. Oh, it's um, open flame. Yeah. Um, I will say one really cool thing that we don't have on here is the new fireworks show is amazing. They do have Baymax flying over the castle. Mm-hmm. Baymax and a blue fairy. Like, it was insane. I didn't even get to see it because we were on the one side. The finale was a finale like I remember from when we were kids, man. How it has the massive finale with the just the – it's just amazing. Um, well, also, good. the monorail looks beautiful with the new the new cover of the skin oh, the on wrap it on it yeah oh the, my gosh another podcast that i listened to said that um there it was basically about the disney 100 and everything that's coming that is there that will be coming um on it and that was one of them said i'm actually looking forward to the, the wrap on the monorail it looks beautiful it, it, um, when it goes but when it goes by it sparkles it doesn't blind you and like you can see it immediately it looks amazing Right, that's what everyone says is, you know, normally you kind of, oh, monorail, you wave, and now it's like everyone, like, stops and waits for it to go by. Um, yes. And then also, what they said from what, um, I guess, somebody was in the park the first day, and, um, oh, why can't I think of his name? The president of Disneyland, Ken Potrock, was there, and so they asked him, because of virtual queue, oh, hey, how long did it take for the virtual queue to go out? And he said... Um, less than five seconds. Yeah, on the on the very first day, which makes sense because, like crazy, I said, on Rise of the Resistance, it was. I mean, if you weren't on top of it, it, you were done. What's crazy is though is one thing I noticed that they talked about was it was kind of disappointing because with Rise of the Resistance, you could hear people cheering when they got in, mm-hmm. and they said that everybody was quiet with this one, like nobody was talking, and I guess people were doing it from their hotels. Like you did not have to be on property to do it. Uh, no, the one o'clock one you do, you have to be checked into the park yes. that you are in the yes. seven o'clock. No, you do not. But see, nope. the thing is with rise of the resistance, it was a one shot and done there. It yes. was only a seven o'clock one. When we went, there was no one, they did the one o'clock one later. Yep. So now it's like, nobody's going to be cheering because like, Oh, I could get another second one. I mean, like I said, when we were there, there was people cheering. I saw grown, um, adults crying and one of the people that we were standing next to, they're like, I've been tried for three days. I haven't got it. This is my last day here. So we were kind of, you know, telling them, giving some good juju. And it's just luck of the draw. And they got it. So we were happy for them. Granted, we got it both days. How? I don't know. But whatever. But no, I was uh, very interesting. Yeah. Um the we don't talk about Bruno projection show is returning to Disneyland, which you know, whatever you know, it's Bruno. Um, but there's a bunch of 100 stuff. So Mickey statue with incorrect quote installed at Disneyland for Disney 100. 
I saw the statue. The statue is in the front where the pumpkin normally goes for Halloween. Um, and there was um, Disney 100 banners were replaced at Disneyland Resort. There was a lot of people who were confused about what the 100, 100 was for. And it's for the 100 years of animation. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they got – there was like three or four banners that they got completely wrong, like – Re- like really wrong like the year that sleeping beauty came out i'm sorry the year that uh snow white and the seven doors came out it's like uh dude that was a, a huge thing it was yeah not good so whoever uh, like put those together so the new fountain they have do have new fountains that look amazing um in sleeping beauty's castle moat which is pretty cool to see flowing when i was there um, imagine keys are no more Disneyland, and it looks like they have also paused the Believe key again. Um, we were expecting that, but you it, could it, still renew, but you cannot yes. get new keys. Correct. Um, the Believe key was still available as of two days ago, so I know it was at least yesterday or today. It was when it stopped because the yeah. Believe the Believe key, the Imagine key, ended on Monday, I believe. Yeah, because uh, I did that. Well, I did it yesterday. So, yeah, um, construction has begun. I did see the drained Pacific Wharf Lagoon as they make way for San Francisco. For those who don't know, that's the town from um, Big Hero Six, and I am stoked for it. Um, I also got to have a delicious clam chowder and a bread bowl, and it had an amazing d- dessert. If you go there, they have a dessert where they have the bread bowl that is a tiered um like cake with a little it's a ice cream with cake in the bottom and one of the cakes is the gray stuff so i was stoked for that so i got the gray oh, nice. stuff with some vanilla with some chocolate and with some chocolate cake it was awesome and the 100th anniversary uh medallion on top is a cookie i found out delicious oh cool yeah um, so they, this one was crazy. So they made an announcement that the All-American College Band was going on indefinite hiatus. And then they said it was the program was restarting after the announcement. Now, the problem was this has nothing to do with Disney. They legit had nobody applying to be a part of the program. That was the problem. Because of COVID, they couldn't do much. So they were basically, they they were didn't have many people. And so now they're saying they're going to start working on it again. And yeah, so yeah, which is weird because I know they've had it. Uh, you know, they restarted it up after um, COVID and and have had it. And I know this is so. It's funny. It initially came out Friday, you know, gone, and then on Sunday, all of a sudden, oh nope, you know, restarting it back up again. And this one, I mean, it's a it's a highly pre- prestigious thing to do. Um, on it, I mean, you got to do, you know, auditions, multiple auditions, and then um, kind of almost go through an interview part to get picked. So um, the people that are on it aren't just, hey, I paid enough money and here I am. I mean, it's it's a it's a big deal. And it's from, you know, colleges all around the nation. And obviously, obviously it's summer program because, I mean, they go to school. So when I when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, man, that stinks, because that is I mean, I played an orchestra all through from fourth grade through my freshman year in um, in college. Like, oh, that kind of kind of stinks. And then later on, it's like, oh, nope, they're bringing it back. So hopefully yeah, they get I, enough, I think I, enough the people funny, to uh, to apply. 
the funny funniest part about that whole thing was that they announced that and I saw it on my phone as I was walking bound by the band playing yeah. in the front by um they were singing with Mickey and Goofy they were wearing their 100th anniversary uh, outfits and I'm like that's kind of funny that they're you know saying this but yeah right um construction curtains that have been installed at the former Steakhouse 55 inside Disneyland Hotel they are fully remodeling everything and it was crazy because so we stayed at a hotel around the corner from paradise pier so we could see them doing the construction we went by the construction i believe they're offering discounts right now to stay at paradise pier while they're doing construction because there is no valet you do have to self-park everything so there's not as much convenience you do get access i did not know this to the um grand californian so you can use the grand californian to go to into the park so that is a benefit the crazy part was is I didn't know that's where cast members walk in. Their pass works on the gate. So Wait, on on what uh, for California? Yeah, yeah. So pass oh, members nice. pass members who cast members who work in that area, I believe their their backstage access is through like if you go work at the Grand Californian, you go through this one entrance. If you work uh, at California Adventure, you go through this different one. So we were following people in the first day to go through that gate to walk through. And the second day they had some sort of media event for the 100th anniversary. So everything was blocked off. So we couldn't do it, but I did think it was crazy. They're doing all this construction on all the hotels over there. So it's going to be interesting to see, um, what, what comes of stakeout 55. Right. I mean, and hopefully it's, you know, something similar to what was there before. I know everyone's hoping it, then everyone's like, well, if you just want, you know, a good, dining experience or you know a steak you could go to napa rose like yeah but it's kind of steakhouse 55 was a little bit different and not as fancy as uh, as napa rose uh so we'll kind of see what uh what and i think it was a little bit more reasonably priced uh for what you got so yeah it's expensive and what's crazy is so dca is what was really crazy Met this dude in line because I was going to get an alcoholic beverage when I was there on Saturday. Um, and they weren't open yet. And so I was talking to the guy in front of me in line. And he's like, yeah, man. He goes, I normally get this. But he goes, I'm here with my wife. And they have a wine that I can't even find anywhere. Like, it's like a very rare vintage of a wine that they were serving in California Adventure. So... Like, you know, at, like, I mean, at the hotel or in California? In Adventure the itself? California Adventure Park. Yeah, there's some of them um, that you could only get at uh, California Adventure from that from that winery. It's insane. I, He's I like, my that, wife loves um, it. Yeah, he last says his wife, I was I was there. He says his wife loves it and that he goes, we have to get it every time we're here. So oh, um, well, there you go. Fingers crossed they do that. Um Tim informed me of this. I actually did get to build a lightsaber at Savvy's workshop. Um, and I'll tell you about my experience now. Um, it was very fun, even with the bratty kids that were next to me and the adult who brought his um, three-year-old in there with him and had to hold him the whole time he was trying to build it. Um, other than that, it was very fun. And the coolest part was, so those that don't know, all of Batu is immersive. And so they check your sabers. They check all this stuff. Um, I went with the power one. It's very distinct as it's very pronged. It's very large. 
And here's the thing that they don't tell you. So when you are sitting out there, you pick which saber you're going to build. And then the, you wear the pin in so they know which rack to put in front of you to build your saber. Well, when you feel the parts that are in the drawer, they're plastic. And I'm like, oh, these better not be what we're making. And it's not. They are solid metal. They're milled aluminum, I believe. They probably might even be uh, something slightly a little bit heavier because they are extremely heavy. My favorite part, though, was is when the guy saw me building mine, he was watching me, and they have the main person who talks. They have the two people that assist, and then there's a gentleman who sits in the back who he basically is to watch for malfunctioning crystals because you're not allowed to leave with a yellow saber because that's against the um i believe they have a contract with lucas films whatever they can't you know it has to be approved prior to anything like that and then also if there's a malfunction with the building so he walked up to me and he grabs my my saber and he goes well, this is a beautiful saber and he leans in real close like just so you know this this top piece here will not fit in the bag. So when you leave, make sure you remove it and slide it in. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Like, and he was still in character, but you could tell, like, you know, they're very well versed. And I did like the experience for the simple fact that, um, you know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. It felt like something like you could tell it wasn't like, oh, you know, the person talking, the nostalgia has already worn off on anyone working in these tight-knit thingies but i will say the two dudes who were the helpers i saw them outside of the uh workshop a couple times and they were very fun to interact with um they did lower the price to 219.99 which i did get that price um it was 249.99 so they did only lower it at disneyland so you know and they did also light lower the price on the droid depot which that one wasn't as i don't know it wasn't as intimate as the saber building. Like it was just like a room you walked in and you did it. It wasn't anything special. So um, I did like that. Um, so, so my question to you really quick before you move on. One of my questions yeah. is on the Savvy's workshop. Um, obviously you got the lower price. I think it was like day one of the lower price. Um, yes. So good for you. And it wasn't like the last day that was a higher price. Cause that would have stunk. Hopefully it's like Costco. You could take it back and get the lower price the next day. Um, anyways, so like you said, you're, you know, big star Wars fans and, you know, the, you know, everything about it. So would you think this would still be, you know, for the price point, um, for it, for just like the casual fan, Hey, you know, I know Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, you know, kind of stuff like that, that it would still be worthwhile for them to do as well. Or it's like, uh, you're probably not going to get as much out of it. I mean, yeah, you could still do it, but you're not going to get as much and maybe, you know, not look to do it. Or it's like, you know what, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, the deepest person into it, you know, whether you're George Lucas or George Schmo. Um, it's just an awesome experience no matter what. You need to be a Star Wars fan to do it. Uh, I'm not going to lie. If you have a friend that's a Star Wars fan that really wants to do it, you can take two people with you. So that is kind of the cool thing where you can actually watch them do it. Um, but you thing, can only build one. The price is only to build one lightsaber. Correct. But you could have two people in there. Two guests with you. So you could have three people total. 
Oh, three. Okay, so you and two so guests. So you and two guests can go in. But there. you could only build one lightsaber. Now, can the Correct. three of you build a lightsaber? Like you do one part, you switch nope. out. Guy does another part. So nope. it's once you're up there at that workstation, you're you're there. The other person stands against the wall and watches you do it. Okay. Oh, that's cool. I mean, at least you get to kind of be in there. So you it's do. Pro- it's more so for um, the more kind of diehard Star Wars fans, especially with it being over $200, just for kind of someone casual, like, oh, hey, they may walk out of it like, eh, it was all right. Um, yeah. I could check it off my bucket list, but for 200 bucks, I'd rather just go, you know, over here to Star Traders and get the one from there. Exactly. And the thing is, like, I'm actually going to display mine above my desk when I move it to my, my bedroom. Like, I have the display actually right here somewhere. <coughs> I don't know what I so did. That, so then that means, are you going to have the one that you built on one of it and then get one from Connor and put it above it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Connor. I tried. I tried. Connor actually is getting a Steam Deck. I'm, I'm stoked for him. But um, oh nice yeah yeah so if Tim can see right here I have the plexiglass um oh you can't see you can see a little bit so here's the plexiglass holder that I have for oh it kind of just sits on top of it yep you mount That's it to cool. the wall and it sits on top of it so I'm gonna be mounting it because um and the crazy part was after I did it it's, it was a pain in the butt to carry around but we did it at a perfect time where we walked back to the hotel put it away. And then we checked into our other hotel. <coughs> excuse me. And um, it worked out perfect. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> it is clunky. And um, they do give you a carrying bag for it. Um, and one nice gentleman, I asked him when I was first there, he had a very cool sheath for his. And he's like, yeah, they get them in like every couple of weeks and they sell out in seconds in the morning. Everyone runs over here to try and buy them. Oh, so he to goes, see if they're there and then buy them. Yep. So, um, mm. one thing I will say I was a little sad about over there was I was trying to buy my son a Loath Cat doll. If you guys don't know what a Loath Cat is, look it up. It's my favorite animal from Star Wars. Uh, Loath Cat is from, um, oh no, they're in Bad Batch now, but they were, they originally showed up in, uh, Star Wars Rebels. Mm. And, they are not plushies. They're like little robots. So I bought my son a little. The cool huh. part is all the doll, dolls in Batu are kind of like um, they were homemade. Like a little kid made them or like they're like homemade dolls. So they're supposed to be like the villagers of Batu made it. So I got a. Oh, you know, that's cool. I bought him one of those uh, uh, Ahsoka one. And then um, we did go to um, Oga's Cantina. I had a beer in there and some pretzels some uh, uh cooked pretzel it was fantastic so that was really awesome um so if you can go and- <laughs> so now on getting into Oga's cantina um because i know before well like i said you know when i was there when it kind of first opened versus when you were there a lot of stuff has changed because before like you pretty much it was almost like a virtual queue to get into yes. Oga's, and hopefully you got in now when you were there could you walk up and put your name on the list did you have to nope. do it Basically, almost like mobile ordering, but putting yourself on it. Now, on that, because we didn't do it, on that, do you kind of get to pick a time or a block of time from like four to seven? Nope. Um, Or do they have blocks of times? 
you just put your name on it and basically yep. they buzz you and you have X amount of time to get there or yep. you have 10 they give up check your in. table. Yep. Okay. And it's all shared tables too. So like, like right. we were yeah. with, we were with two of the like families family and we did our thing. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. and especially if it was, cause it was just you and your buddy. So if you had a bigger group, you could probably take up, you know, a decent size of the table or a full table, depending on what it is. But, and they might not even let you make a reserve. They may even let you check in with that sometimes so i advise if you're going try and book the 60 days in advance like they recommend because it's way easier oh nice well, that's yeah. good good to know um and then so, then, so we you have, wanna, I, so I have a couple more questions for you do you want to keep going on that or finish it up and then do it yeah we'll finish this and we'll do the questions okay so um we have three quick things. We have, we have Radio House roof melted after fire at New Orleans Square Station in Disneyland, which um that happened I think before we went. And there was a little bit of like a uh like a blocked off area kind of over there. Nothing too crazy, but you could tell something did happen over there. Um right. Ralph Brennan's jazz kitchen reopens and misrefurbishment at downtown Disney District, which everything was pretty much open except for this one. Earl of Sandwich reopened yesterday yesterday as we record february 1st yep february 1st um re reopened uh in its temporary pop-up spot where the la brea stuff was because they're no longer doing the the restaurants they're only doing the bread um and when i was there they had all the signage up already but nothing was open so um right congratulations yeah. and then it'll reopen yeah, and then Earl of Sandwich, once they build the west end of downtown Disney, it'll close once again and go in its there. permanent location down there. Yep. But everyone's liking this because it's the first stop right out of the park, where before, where Earl of Sandwich, you had to walk all the way down to get it. Now it's just right there, and they do have breakfast items there as well. So don't just think it's a lunch and dinner place. So there, there you go. That's pretty cool. And with a quick comment on the Ralph Brennan's is once the, um, I think market house or marketplace, whatever the one that Tiana's restaurant is going into when that uh -huh. closes for refurbishments, um, they're also closing the mint and julep bar, which also has the beignets there. If you want beignets, they'll have them at Ralph Brennan's jazz kitchen there on their, um, to go or, their outside window. So it's not like you won't be able to get beignets anywhere. As it says on here that they're still open amidst the refurbishment where you can still get your beignets there. Once that restaurant um, closes down for refurbishment for Tiana. Yep. And then when they open back up, it'll have mint juleps and beignets as well at a, um, a better, bigger <laughs> area. Um, Cause it can get congested back there at that mint julep bar. Yes, it can more than you can even imagine. Yeah, especially on a nice warm day when you want a refreshing mint julep. Virgin, of course. <laughs> so Tim did say he had some questions for me, so I'm going to let him shoot because I, <laughs> okay. I, I think I know what it's going to be, but I'm not sure. So the biggest thing that you haven't said yet is and that you were really hoping to go. I mean, obviously, that uh, one of the big things that you were wanting to go to there was Batu. So how was Batu? Now that you've finally um, seen it. I, it, it was, it was, it's un, undescribable how excited I was to see everything because everything was just, it was more than I could even hope for or dream of just because it was, it was so immersive 
it was so exciting. Um, everyone was so friendly. Like it wasn't just like, oh, hey, look, we're gonna be, you know, sitting here and you know, appease people. No, they were like legitimately like trying to make you have the best time ever, making jokes, talking, you know, like it was just a lot of fun. And I was, you know, I I had I gauged my everything and I was like, look, if I get disappointed, I get disappointed. It's no big deal because guess what? Sometimes things don't go according to plan and that's right. just the way it is. But right. it, it exceeded every single one of my expectations. Um, I feel like they have done such a great job with how immersive it is, how they train their people on how to interact with people because some people can just be that dumb and not know, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it it's just it's just one of those things where they're just kind of like, "Oh, well, why why is this the way it is?" And you're like, "Well, no, don't be stupid. This is legitimately just, you know, for fun, you know, and they don't understand that it's immersive. They think, "Oh, where's the bathrooms?" And they're like, "What?" You know, there was a hippie guy there. And now like I told my, I told Connor, I was like, there was a hippie guy. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, there was a dude with the salacious crumb looking um, <laughs> thing on his shoulder. And he was super chill. And he was just walking around. And he's like, that's weird. And I go, yeah, it's really weird. And I go, I couldn't figure out like if, if this deal was real or what was going on. But I go, it was, it was. most certainly real. And it was amazing. So I go, it was just, it was a lot of fun. Um, I can't wait to do it again with the kid just because um, I think he can't enjoy it right now. There was no way he'd be able to enjoy it. So I am glad that I kind of went on my own and got to experience all these different things on my own because he would have just been like, uh, yeah. Right, right. So with that's obviously great to hear and especially just the immersive details that they have in the land as far as like um bullet holes on the side of the building where yep. you know somebody got shot out and it's not like just a hole but some of it has like crumbled away too um yep. on it so you know it's just awesome and like you said with the character interactions or not character cast member interactions you don't have to walk up to them and interact with them they're kind of just walking around and they're you know i mean you're exchanging pleasantries with them you know they're happy bright bubbly you know hey bright suns or whatever they'd say to you um on that or it's not like they just walk right by you and and nothing so like you said the the immersiveness is is awesome and they got the i think the biggest thing is to there the cast members that they got wanted to be in there so you're not getting somebody like oh man i just got hired on and i got bad too i don't i hate star wars i don't want to do it or these people signed up to be there they're passionate about it and you could see that in every single cast member that's in that land um you know there's nobody there like i i just don't want to be here i just, i'm just here because this is where I got assigned to be, you know, they put on the fake cheesy smile. So um, yeah, it's a hundred percent. Like you don't feel like they're forced to be there. And like, I've seen what people have gone through just to, to get the job there. Like they're willing to do whatever it takes. You know what I mean? 
Right. I mean, just go back and look at the reaction videos when they got told that yeah, they were going to exactly. work there. Uh, you know, that's that's awesome. Um, so that's great. Good to hear that you enjoyed it. It lived up to your expectations. Almost sounds like not to put words in your mouth. It was even better than what you could experience. And, and like anything, since you've been there, I've been there. Pictures don't do it justice. No videos don't close. do it justice. Nope. Um, you know, when you see it, it's like, oh, man, that looks awesome. It does. It does. And then when you get there, it's like oh, this is more awesome than what I thought it was. And what's crazy to me is is how large it is and how, like, it's a, almost a labyrinth. Like, there's, like, four yes. different ways you can walk. Yep. And it'll all take you to different areas of, of the, the place. Like, what was funny was is we just walked with the flow of traffic, got in line for Rise of the Resistance, and I didn't get to see the Millennium Falcon until I was in that area for an hour. Because we were in <laughs> line for about, I think... The line was yeah. only like 40 minutes. Depending and then on we which way you come yeah. in, yeah. Yeah. No, that no, that that is true. And um the other thing that I liked about it, and it's with anything in Disneyland in general, is the ambience noise, the sounds that are there. You walk by this one area and it sounds like, you know, those trash can looking droids stomping around or what and i'm like what the heck and you turn around you, you know i look to my left i'm like oh there's like three of them just chilling right there and you hear that noise and you know that noise from the movies yeah uh, so it's cool that and then like you know every now and again you hear the noise of like a ship flying yep. over like oh that, Fly that's flying that's over one trying to start and sputtering out you can hear the creatures walking through the woods yeah no it's awesome and it's all in the different areas that you're that you're in uh which is like i said i just i love that i mean there's times at disney i'll just walk around and just focus in on that background noise where people don't even care and you know, especially like well i notice it when you're in Pooh's honey hat the line there they have bees there because always the honey and it sounds like the bees are flying like the noise gets faint and then it gets louder yep. and then it gets faint like it's flying by you it's not just a single loud buzzing of a bee so it's it's cool on that you know like you said just the immersiveness and everything on it so then my next question to you is as you said you rose rise so what'd you think of um rise of the resistance the ride did it live up um, to to the to the hype i don't know if you watched any videos or saw any videos right through of it before you got there or um or just the <laughs> review that i kind of gave of it what uh you know thoughts comments concerns on it and like i said uh, between me and you is is i'm a casual and you're more in depth so there could be stuff that you saw that i didn't know um on it i mean that's just my little disclaimer on it but what? so we got lucky and the people in front of us we made friends with and it was four of them and they were just bsing and they're like did you come for the mickey thing i go no actually um, this is my first time in Batu, and I was just wanted to come see Rise the Resistance, and it just so happened to be today. And they go, "Oh, can we ride with you?" And basically, this family was guiding me to different parts to make sure I got the best view of everything. They made oh, sure nice. I got the front so I could be next to the, uh, you know, the loading, the, the one of the scenes. Like oh, it yeah. was, it was more than I could ask for. Same as the park, it was literally. So amazing. And actually, Connor, I asked him, and there's three different routes you can go when you're in the 
cart so you can get three different views when you go through different parts of the ship. And I got the same one both times, but he said I got the best one because it was like one of the more interactive ones. So mm-hmm. um, the technology they use on it is phenomenal. Um, it, it just it, everything in general, it just super immersive. Everything feels like, you know, it's not real, but they make it as realistic as possible. And I even mm-hmm. went back and watched videos of the ride just to comp- remember what I saw. Remember, just to yeah. jog my memory because so much is happening the whole time you're there. Oh, and- yeah. No, exactly. Like you said, you could get the same route three times, but look at different scenes and see different. Um, things that you didn't see before because I was looking, you know, to my left and now I'm going to look straight ahead and I'm going to look to my right. And in all of those, you see something different each time or something that you didn't see before. Or, hey, exactly. if, I'm looking, if I'm looking to my left, something happens to my right, I'm going to completely miss it. But yep. the people are the right are going to be like, oh, did you see that? It's like, no, did you see this over here? Two completely different things. Exactly. <laughs> so it was, it was um, one of my favorite rides. It literally exceeded all my expectations it made you feel like you were in star wars um it, it, it was phenomenal and right and what what you think of the uh the escape pod pot the escape pod part that was trippy right that's awesome real trippy that's awesome i don't know how they did it i don't know how they did it and you literally think you're floating down, but all what it is is you're just going from the second story to the first story. It's either second to it's either two to one or three to one. It's not that big of what that what what it's, happens. It's like but it's like how a, it is. It's, it's like a two crazy. second thing. It's like a two second thing. Right. Yeah. Yep. And, and just how you like glide down. Yeah. Like, hold, hold on. Wait, there is a lot of stuff going on right here. A, it's completely i mean you're you're just the scene in general but then if you just take you put the take the scene out and the the mechanisms that are happening there's like the whole way there's like three things going on at once right yep. here and when i heard the, when how I heard, they did it is crazy when i heard it latch i was like uh what's going on i heard it <laughs> latch and i was like We've gone on an elevator twice now, and it hasn't latched And it yet. hasn't latched. Yep. I'm like, why is it latching? And then it, it gave me a little Ba-boom. bit of scare at first, and I was like, oh. And then I was like, then the next time I was excited for it because I knew what was going to happen. Once you hear that latch, you're like, yeah, here we go. Hands up, guys. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, yeah, no, when we when we first said, I watched the, the video of ride throughs because that's what I do because I want to know where to look at so I don't miss anything. Um, and I know people, they don't want to do that because oh, I want to, you know, see it for the first time, whatever, each their own. But so I knew that was going to happen. And the group that we went with, I heard it latch in. I'm like, yep, this is. And I don't think anybody else knew that in the group. And so it did what it did. And you hear the guy behind. He's a bigger guy. You hear him just go, whoa. You know, he got kind of not necessarily startled, but it surprised him. Like, hold you on, don't wait. expect it. This isn't supposed to happen. And then the whole, you know, until you unlatch um, and back out, it's like, hold on, wait. And I'm dying laughing just because it was, you know, from what I hear um, on him. But no, glad that. uh that you liked it now on that one um would you say and i think i know you're the answer but i'm gonna ask you anyways would it be worth a lightning lane to do it so that way you're guaranteed to do it at least one time during your trip that you're there i'm not saying you have to do it every day i'm just saying once 
whether you're going for one day, three days, five days, at least one time um, during your trip to do a lightning lane to do it. Now, it might be a different answer if it's just me and you going versus, you know, our families going because it's, you know, if it's 20, 25 bucks per person, you know, three, four people that that could add up. But would you do it to guarantee that you're going to write it at least once one time on it? And like I said, your answer may be different if it's just a guy's buddy trip and if it's a family trip. Um, I would actually, if it was a family trip, I would do it because I wouldn't want the family to wait. If it's just me and some buddies, we're going to wait in line because the line wasn't more than an hour the whole time we were there. It's not. What's crazy is for how awesome of a ride it is, it has less of a wait time than cars ride. I have no idea. I can't. I think it's because they move more people faster on yeah. it. Because when you think about it, it's twelve people at a time go into the holding cells. So they're mm-hmm. each each lander. I think has thirty six to forty eight people on it each time. So basically, yeah. they're going through forty eight people every like ten minutes, basically. Yeah. yeah. So it's one of those things where you're like, oh, like, like they're going through quite a bit of people because there's two rooms, same as uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. There's two rooms that you go into for Ray to talk and you basically then you go out to the uh, transport and it's literally so you're thinking they go through quite a bit of people. That's why it's so fast. So yeah. I would only I would only do Lightning Lane. Like let's say for instance our families went, and it was myself, me, me, you, our wives, and our kids. And our kids couldn't go on any of the fun stuff, really, the bigger ones. And right. they're like, hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna go eat, or we're gonna go take a break. Like I would do it. Like, hey, look, if you go to the hotel, we're just gonna go wait in line or something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, no, that's no. when I would do that. Because to, to me personally, the only reason why we did the Mickey and Minnie Run Runaway Railway is because we were not gonna be there ever. Again. I'm not gonna be there to, in in forever. So I well, might as well not, do it while I'm there. Right. Well, not only do it while you're there, and um, it's the opening day or opening week of it, opening two days of it. And that was a brand new ride. I mean, you have been on a brand ride new. that um, opened, but it was a retheme with Guardians of the Galaxy, where this yeah. one was, it was a straight up brand new ride built from the ground up for it. Um, you know, I am, and, I am and proud like, to like say, said, I, am, I mean, I'm proud to say I was there for the grand opening of Indiana Jones. Right. Oh, well, there you go. When they still used to change doors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But no, no, it's good. Good to hear. Glad that you you liked it. And then just really quickly, because I mean, there's only two rides back there. How was the uh, Millennium Falcon Smugglers run? It was actually fun. It was right. a good. It it's was different. A good. It's different ride. Um, we got with a little kid on one of them, and it was not great because it just didn't. They weren't. They didn't know what to do, kind of thing. So, especially if they're the pilot. And I had, I'm a big fan of Hondo, so I really like seeing his animatronic and him talking. Oh, yeah. So I know cool. him from the cartoon. So I know, like, it's just, it's kind of a cool thing. And I will say, uh, we did it, we did it twice. <laughs> the first time we were engineers, second time we were pilots. So it was nice. a lot of fun. And I will say, 
Um, if I had an annual pass, the wife would hate me because I would spend all my time in Batu. Honestly, right? I would well, spend and, all my time back there. I mean, and you can too. I mean, it's sixteen acres. It's huge um, back there, and you could just sit there and just like you said, people watch, taking the ambiance. Um, you know, and, and then the other thing is, is you have a huge Millennium Falcon ship right in the middle of that. Yep. And I forgot what they said. It's like 126 size or whatever the scale is. It's a legit scale scale to it. It's not like, oh, this is bigger, this is smaller. I mean, it's it's scaled down for it. And yeah. the ship is is huge. It's like like when we first walked there, I'm like, uh, that's that's like the Millennium Falcon. You know, it's not like it's gigantic, huge, or it's like, okay, that looks weird, just the scaling on it. It's like, no, that's that's like that's like the ship. Like the ship, everyone knows that you know between that and like an X-wing. Yeah, that's... well, what's crazy is when you're walking back to the um, Rise of Resistance. There's an A-wing. There's another X-wing. They're just sitting there on the ground, and you're just kind of like, "This is weird." Just seeing this here because it's yeah. like you're and then, yeah, walking then through po- a rebel base. <clears throat> yeah, then he had Poe's X-wing there with him in it. That was cool. in the ride. Yep. Double shadow. Yeah. Yep. Well, and then, and then that first room you get into with all those stormtroopers, it's like, dude, this looks like we're on. I mean, that looks like space out there. Like, if yep. I walk past these stormtroopers, I'm gonna step off and I'm gonna be floating out in space. Yep. It's like, no, it's it's obviously not, but just tallied. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's insane the scale of what they've done there. I didn't doubt them for one second. I was a little bit emotional at first, and actually, <laughs> for those who have seen our videos. I do have an Ahsoka tattoo on my forearm. And when I went to go take my pictures with the photographer, he's like, oh, my God, I love the tattoo. And then he saw my Rebel tattoo, and he was trying to get Ray's attention to come over and take a picture with me. But she had to stay over by Chewbacca. And I'm like, but you could tell how, how everyone was so – they love Star Wars there. Right, yeah. Whether they, well, whether like they, yeah, they, you know. They pick up on that stuff. Like you said, like your tattoos, they know it because they're fans. It's not yep. like – Oh, who's who's that? Is she like on? Is that like Princess Leia? You know, right. because they don't know because they just get scheduled to put there where these guys they have guys and girls cast members they have knowledge of being there, yeah. um, or I'm sorry, have knowledge of the the Star Wars aura universe, yeah, the uh, universe, universe yeah. in in general. So it makes it even that much more where you're like, oh man, you like you like you kind of know your stuff. Uh huh. So. And actually, and actually, it was funny is one of the girls that was doing the lightsaber thing. She saw me, and I was wearing a shirt where you could see my Darth Maul. Yeah. She has almost the exact same one, but smaller in the back of her arm. And oh. she's like, "Oh my gosh!" And I was like, "Yeah, I go." She goes, "I can't do color. That looks amazing." I go, oh, "Thank you, you know, thank you. Yours looks pretty good too." And like you know, it just you could tell everyone was just fans there, and that's what was really right. cool because. You know, most of them stay in character, but like, you know, talk about tattoos, whatever, and it's pretty awesome. Right. No, that's awesome. I'm glad it lived up to um, all your expectations, the hype and everything. And like you said, if you go back, you could just sit there um, instead of sitting there on on Main Street. You could sit there in Batu and just take it all in and just spend your your whole day there. So, no, glad. uh, (laughs) Glad it was good and everything. everything it, uh, it was beyond well. fun man it was beyond fun and um i can't wait to go back again nice 
which it's going to be a while. It's going to be a long while. Trust me, because I'm not. Um, I'm not. Uh, it's going to be expensive when we take the kid the next time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm trying to think. I want the kid to be old enough to actually go on the ride and have fun. You know what I mean? Because yeah, no, ex- a lot exactly. of times you can't. Yeah. A lot of times you can't go on the ride and have fun. And it's not fun for the kid, you know? Yep. So we'll see. Um, but I want to thank everyone for coming through and listening. It's greatly appreciated, everyone that comes through. We're back this week. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, you never know what happens. But uh, thank you all again. It's greatly appreciated for the FOMOcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.